Let's talk LinkedIn. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your voiceover demos are your number one marketing tool, and you need to display them on your website in a way that works on any device or browser. VoiceSam is the player producers love. Plus, it offers tools that can improve your email signature, quickly create a one-page website, and much more. Sign up now at VoiceSam.com slash Mark Scott and get three months of the bass player for the price of one. That's VoiceSam.com slash Mark Scott for full details and to sign up. The Veopreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original Everyday Veopreneur. Hello and welcome to the Everyday Veopreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday Veopreneur, ready to drop some more actionable, practical advice that you can genuinely use to help you grow your voiceover business. That's what the Everyday Veopreneur Podcast is all about. Never want to miss an episode? Of course, you can subscribe wherever fine podcasts are given away for free. And you can listen anytime at veopreneur.com. I'd also like to invite you and thank you for leaving your reviews. If you're listening right now on Apple Podcasts in particular, it would mean a lot to me if you would take a minute to leave a review, especially if you enjoyed this episode and if you learned something from this episode or if you've learned something from any episode of the podcast, please take a minute to leave a review and I thank you for that. So this week I want to talk LinkedIn because I think that it is hot. I know that right now people are talking about Clubhouse and talking about TikTok and how can I use these different social platforms, but for me, I'm all in on LinkedIn. I still think that that is one of the smartest places that you can invest time in your voiceover business. I still think that there are a lot of opportunities to make new connections, to expand your network and to genuinely find work. In fact, my best paying client in 2019 and 2020 came from LinkedIn. And so I think there are some opportunities there. And if you're not using it, I do believe that you should be. It's one of the reasons why I teach a course on how to use it more effectively. Check that out at markscottcoaching.com. It's called Making Money with LinkedIn. But what I want to give you in this episode are, are five tips for LinkedIn success. Some of these might seem a little bit basic, but if you're relatively new to the platform, I really think they're going to help you. And they are some things that you can work on quite easily that will help you to grow your profile there on the platform. So the first thing on the list is to change your headline. Now, if you've never done this before, then chances are your headline that is appearing in LinkedIn is whatever the job title is that you have listed from the first thing in your experience section. So the first job that is listed in your experience section. That's where LinkedIn will grab it by default. But you do have the ability to customize it when you go into your platform, and it is really important that you customize it. Your headline is what appears directly under your name, and not just on your profile, but as you're interacting on LinkedIn, like if you share a status update, as you're scrolling through the news feed on LinkedIn, that line that appears underneath of people's names, that is their headline. And it doesn't specifically have to be your job title. In fact, I would encourage you to change it from your job title. That doesn't mean that it can't include voiceover. Of course, it should. But you have the ability to put something in there that I would say it's like the equivalent of the elevator pitch. You know, you're familiar with the concept of the elevator pitch. What are you going to say while you're riding from the first floor to the eighth floor? 
and you're in the elevator with somebody that you really want to have the opportunity to talk to. So you got, what, six, 10 seconds, whatever it is. You want to grab somebody's attention. You want to make them want to know more. That's what your elevator pitch is. That should be what your LinkedIn headline is. So when you're leaving comments on status updates in your newsfeed, and people who are outside of your network are seeing those comments, they're going to see your picture, they're going to see your name, and they're going to see whatever you have there as your headline. And so what are you going to say? Use a headline that tells people that you do voiceover, but maybe gives them a little bit more. This is like your six-second pitch. It's that headline that is going to make them want to jump over to your profile. And from your profile, then they can find out a whole lot more as they're reading through your summary section, checking out your experience section. Maybe they're ultimately going to send you a connection request. But you absolutely need to customize your headline on LinkedIn. And once you have customized your headline on LinkedIn, make sure that you post a status update so that you have the opportunity to see how it appears in your newsfeed. If it gets cut off too soon, for example, or cut off in an awkward place in the headline, maybe you need to edit it a little bit. But absolutely, that is one of the first things that you should be doing that will immediately draw more eyes to your LinkedIn profile. Another question I get asked a lot about LinkedIn is, what do I do with my previous job experience? Should I delete everything? Or, you know, I'm working at another job, but I want my LinkedIn profile to be focused on my voiceover. So should I get rid of all of that stuff? And my answer is always the same. Absolutely not. Do not delete your previous job experience. In fact, if you don't have your previous job experience already listed on your LinkedIn profile, I think that that is something that you should probably do as soon as this episode is over. And I'll I'll tell you why for two reasons. One, because the more experience that you have listed, the more love you're going to get from the LinkedIn algorithm. That's one of the sections of the profile that LinkedIn considers to be very important. And so the more complete that that section is, the more love you're going to get or your profile is going to get from the LinkedIn algorithm. So that's one good reason why you should have more of your job experience posted. But of course, the other good reason is because all of that is relevant to who you are. All of those things that you have done in the past that you may think that they have nothing related or relevant to voiceover whatsoever, but you might be surprised how they do. And you've probably heard me talk before about how firefighting experience came into play for me. One of my longest running clients that I've been working with for over a decade now is a company that produces firefighter training videos. And part of the reason why I booked that job was because at the time I was a volunteer firefighter in addition to being a voice actor. So who better to deliver that content? I already lived it. I was already teaching it. So it was so much easier for me to narrate it because I understood it. I understood the language. I understood the terminology. I knew exactly what was going on as I was reading through those scripts. That's where your past experience could come into play. So you tell me that you have a past experience in IT. And that past experience in IT could possibly have no relevance to voiceover whatsoever. And I'm saying, what if you landed a job for e-learning that was teaching IT best practices to new hires? Who's going to deliver that content more confidently? Me, who doesn't know jack diddly squat about IT, or you, who spent the decade working in IT? So that's where your past job experience can have relevance. You never know how somebody's going to find your profile and you never know who might need you and for what. So if you haven't got your past job experience on there, get it on there. And if you've been thinking about removing it, I'm telling you, you've got to keep it. Keep that experience on there. Keep those connections in your network because you never know 
how that might come back to you one day. The third thing I want to talk about a little bit is the LinkedIn algorithm, which is obviously I don't fully understand the LinkedIn algorithm. I don't think anybody fully understands the LinkedIn algorithm. I don't think they want us to fully understand the algorithm because then we might try to game the algorithm. But the bottom line is simply this. The more that you use LinkedIn, the more LinkedIn is going to show you love. Like really, that's what it comes down to. And there are certain things that you can do that are certainly going to enhance your profile and that are going to increase your chances of being found in searches and whatnot. So first and foremost, you want to make sure that you've got a fully completed profile, that you have all of the different sections filled out that LinkedIn wants you to get filled out. And you can go over to your profile and you can see whether or not you have the all-star ranking. But just because you have the all-star ranking may not mean that your profile is fully filled out the best that it can be. It just means that you have the sections that LinkedIn wants you to have. But definitely getting a completed profile is part of the process. But the other thing is how you engage with the platform. If you scroll through LinkedIn and you just flip a whole bunch of thumbs up on some status updates, that's good, but comments are better. When you leave comments, comments drive traffic. Comments make the algorithm happy. Comments are content for LinkedIn. And obviously LinkedIn wants more content. And so the more comments that you leave, the more stature, I guess maybe is the word, that your profile is ultimately going to get. This also comes true in your status updates. So when you are posting a status update on LinkedIn, post status updates that encourage comments. That means you're going to have to think strategically about what you say in your status updates. Maybe that means asking a specific question in your status updates, because the more comments that you can get on your status updates, the more views that you are ultimately going to get in the newsfeed because comments make the LinkedIn algorithm happy. And so here's another tip for you, because I'm just giving it all away, even though I teach a LinkedIn class where we're, we're giving it all away right now. If you post a status update and people start commenting on your status update, make sure that you are responding to their comments because that, again, is going to give another bump in the algorithm. That is going to get more eyes on your post. And so learning how the algorithm works really is an important part of this process. And, and just to give you a, a little bit of an indication I posted a status update recently with a picture of me in the booth. The status update said a lot of my voiceover work is in the corporate world. Plenty of e-learning, corporate explainer, and whiteboard videos. Every so often, though, I get to do something a little bit different. This evening, I'm working on some radio imaging for KOFO Radio in Ottawa, Kansas. I've had the privilege of being their imaging voice for a few years now. It's nice to keep that connection to my radio roots. And then I finished it with a call to action. Need a voiceover for your next project? DM me to request your custom audition or quote. And because of the way that that status was written, I got a few good keywords in there, right? Talking about plenty of e-learning, corporate explainer, whiteboard. So that drew eyes from some of those different areas. But then because of the nature of the post, it also encouraged some voice actors to share some of their stories about some of their experiences in the booth. And so that particular status update, it's been up for a week at the time that this podcast is being recorded. 148 reactions, 20 comments, 4,567 views. That's a lot of views. And just because not everybody left a comment, the fact that I was popping up in people's feeds, I mean, that's bigger than my network. So a lot of people 
were getting eyes on that particular post. There was another one that I did that was, you know, a no-brainer shortly after my baby was born. I've got a new studio assistant. Welcome to the world, Kaylee Elizabeth. And it was a picture of me holding Kaylee, and we were standing in front of the Neumann in my studio. 2,052 reactions, 241 comments, 39,982 views at the time that this podcast is being recorded. That one post led to, I'm guessing, between 25 and 50 new connections in my network. Because as my network was commenting on it, the algorithm was giving that post love. It was pushing it higher and higher in the feed. It was sending it out to more and more people. And so people who were outside of my network were seeing it more and more. And those people were ultimately checking out my profile and sending me connection requests. So learn how the algorithm works. The most basic way that I can explain it to you, engage, engage, engage. Post content that is valuable to your network Ask questions to create engagement and comment on the posts that people in your network are sharing in meaningful ways so that you can create more engagement and get more love from that LinkedIn algorithm. LinkedIn is an essential tool. It should absolutely be part of your marketing strategy. But what else needs to be part of your marketing strategy? Things like email, Instagram, Passive marketing, maybe doing some paid advertising campaigns, creating some lead generators that are going to run in the background for you 24-7. There are a lot of different things that you can put into your marketing strategy, and that's what you're going to learn in the VoiceOver Marketing Playbook, and the countdown is on. Playbook is coming very soon. April 6th through the 15th, 2021 is the next available release for the VoiceOver Marketing Playbook. This is my flagship marketing program. If you've got professional demos professional training in a professional home studio, but you're still not booking. The problem is very likely your marketing, and that is what Playbook is going to fix for you. I'm going to teach you how to find your own leads, to build your own client base, become the consistently working voice actor that you want to be in this six-hour video course that takes the most important aspects of marketing your voiceover business, and that's what it gives you. None of the fluff and junk that you don't need, just the really important stuff that you do need. That's what Playbook is all about will be available April 6th through the 15th, 2021. Details at voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. That's voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. Now back to our show. Here's something that I want you to write down. This is a, a quote that you can hang up on the wall in your office or, you know, post-it note and put it on your computer monitor. You never know who you are connected to is connected to. You never know who you're connected to is connected to. I get asked all the time about accepting connection requests and who should I accept connection requests from? And a lot of voice actors don't necessarily want to accept connections from other voice actors, which absolutely makes sense. But a lot of voice actors are also leery about accepting connection requests from people who are outside of the production world. That one doesn't make as much sense because you never know who you're connected to is connected to. Let's just say, for example, that your family doctor sends you a connection request on LinkedIn and you're thinking to yourself, I'm never going to do voiceover for my family doctor. So what advantage is there of adding my family doctor into my network? 
And so you're debating whether or not you should accept the connection request. But your family doctor has 3,500 connections on LinkedIn. The moment that you connect to your family doctor, those 3,500 connections all become second-degree connections for you on LinkedIn. The moment that you accept that connection from your family doctor, those 3,500 people now have the potential of seeing the content that you are sharing based, of course, on your public and, and privacy settings. But that opens up your network to whoever your family doctor is connected to because you never know who you're connected to is connected to. The larger that you grow your network on LinkedIn, the more eyes that you are going to get on your content, the more eyes that you are going to get on your profile, the more opportunities that you stand the potential to create for yourself. As I continue to work very intentionally to grow my e-learning network in LinkedIn, the more people that I connect with on LinkedIn the more e-learning professionals that ultimately come sending connection requests to me because they are seeing me in their feed because of who they are connected to. So again, it sounds kind of complicated. It's, it's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, if you're familiar with it. But the bottom line is that you never know who you're connected to is connected to. The whole point of LinkedIn is to grow your network. Let people in. Let people in and engage with their content. Because one of the things that you'll see, and you've probably noticed this, Facebook is, is very similar in how it works, but if you scroll through your LinkedIn feed on any given day, you're going to see content from people that you're not connected with. But the reason why that content is appearing is because somebody who is in your network either liked it, commented on it, or shared it. The same thing happens to you. You post a status update on LinkedIn. People that are in your network like it, comment on it, or share it. People in their network are going to see it. And if you've got that really good headline that we talked about in the beginning, maybe those people are going to click onto your profile. Maybe they're going to read through their profile and they're going to like what they see. So then maybe they're going to send you a connection request and you've just expanded your network. You've just opened up the door to another possibility to actually an incredible number of possibilities because you opened yourself up to their entire network as well. So write it down, remember it. You never know who you're connected to is connected to. And following right along with that, this is, this is the final tip that I'm going to give you in this episode. And I've talked about this in the podcast before, so I'm not going to get too in-depth into it because I don't want to sound like I'm rehashing the same subjects over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. But it is important and it is worth... Uh, it is worth repeating again, be very intentional and strategic about how you are growing your network. Episode number 35 of the podcast is called How to Build Your Social Networks. And I think that that is an episode that would absolutely be worth you going back and listening to. Again, that's episode 35, How to Build Your Social Networks. I'll link it in the show notes so that you can go back and reference it. But I want you to strategically build your network. If you are just connecting with the same voice actors on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, this is not strategically growing your network. The more voice actors that you are connected with, 
the more voiceover related content you are going to be seeing in your LinkedIn feed, which is not content that is worth engaging with for most of us because it's not the kind of content that is going to help you grow your network. I don't want my news feed being filled with the latest posts from voice actors. I want my news feed being filled with the latest posts from my leads, my prospects, and clients. That's the content that I want to see. And so if that's the type of content that I want to see, that's the type of network that I have to build. If I am adding tons of voice actors and seeing tons of voiceover-related content, it makes it that much harder for me to find the stuff that is important. And so if you're listening to this episode right now and saying, you know, I'd love to engage in LinkedIn, but nobody's sharing content for me to engage with, part of the reason that might be happening is because you've built your network with the wrong group of people and you need to retrain the algorithm. As an example, let's say that you've connected with a bunch of of instructional designers in the past. And that was kind of who made up the bulk of your network. But then you went through this stretch where you started getting a little bit more recognition in the voiceover community. You know, maybe you started being a little bit more active in, in some of the Facebook groups, maybe in the in the Veopreneur Facebook group. And so you went through this stretch where you, you connected with 40 or 50 voice actors on LinkedIn all in a relatively short period of time. Then as far as the LinkedIn algorithm is concerned, those are the types of people that you want to engage with. Those are the people that you want to see more content from. And so even though you're connected with a bunch of instructional designers, it pushes that content down and it elevates the content from the voice actors that you most recently connected with. And so if you're not seeing the content that you want to see, part of it may be that you need to go through a little bit of a retraining with the LinkedIn algorithm. Be intentional about going back and finding the content from those instructional designers and engaging with the content from those instructional designers and maybe add a few more instructional designers into your network so that the LinkedIn algorithm starts to understand that these are the types of people that you want to be seeing. These are the types of people that you want to be engaging with. So make sure that you are always strategically building your network. So just to quickly recap, five tips for LinkedIn success. Number one, change that headline. Make sure that it says something that tells people exactly who you are and what you're going to do for them. And make sure that it's got some keywords in it as well. Going to help you in the search. Number two, don't delete your previous job experience. And if you've never added it, get it in there. Number three, learn the algorithm. Understand how it works and make sure that you are always engaging, engaging, engaging. That is so important. Number four was you never know who you're connected to is connected to. Don't be afraid of making connection requests on LinkedIn, both sending connection requests and accepting connection requests. And then in that vein, number five, build your network strategically. And if you want to dive more into that particular subject, not just on LinkedIn, but for other social platforms as well, uh, listen to number episode number 35 of the podcast, How to Build Your Social Networks. And like I said, I'll link that one in the show notes. LinkedIn is a place where you need to be right now. I know that we all have FOMO about missing out on what is happening on Clubhouse because that's the flavor of the week. And I know we're all trying to figure out how to make dance videos on TikTok because that was the flavor of the week last week. And, you know, LinkedIn is, it feels like old news to some people right now, but I'll tell you what, it is still a good place to be. It is still as much as it's trying to become like Facebook, which is incredibly frustrating and a whole other podcast topic for another day. LinkedIn is still professionals looking to connect with professionals for professional purposes. 
and it should absolutely be part of your marketing strategy. And if you want more, markscottcoaching.com. Check out the Making Money with LinkedIn Masterclass. That's markscottcoaching.com and look for Making Money with LinkedIn. That's a two-hour course that's going to teach you everything you need to know about building out your profile and using LinkedIn more strategically. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Veopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your voiceover demos are your number one marketing tool, and you need to display them on your website in a way that works on any device or browser. VoiceSam is the player producers love. Plus, it offers tools that can improve your email signature, quickly create a one-page website, and much more. Sign up now at VoiceSam.com slash Mark Scott and get three months of the bass player for the price of one. That's VoiceSam.com slash Mark Scott for full details and to sign up. And scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Veopreneur goodness? Jump online at Veopreneur.com.